各位主所爱的弟兄姐妹，大家平安。Dear beloved brothers and sisters, a peace to you all. 啊，今天靠着圣灵的帮助，小弟要陈明神的话语。Uh, today, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, I will be preaching the Word of God. 我们要分享，要持守你所有的第二讲。And、today we're going to talk about the second chapter of the topic. Hold fast to what you have. 请看启示录二章二十五节。Let's go to Revelation chapter two. 启示录二章二十五节。Revelation chapter two, verse twenty-five. Verse twenty-five. Only hold on to what you have until I come. 啊，圣经圣灵跟教会所说的话，也是对对我们每一个信徒所说的话。These were the words spoken to the church and also to us, um, by the Holy Spirit. 你们已经有的。What you have, hold on tight to it until the Lord's coming. 同样在第三章十一节要讲一样的信息。A similar message is delivered in chapter three, verse eleven. 啊，为什么圣灵要跟教会、跟你跟我说要持守所有的 ？Why is it that the Holy Spirit told the church and us this message? 因为在主耶稣来之前，很多人会丢掉原来所有的。This is because that before Jesus's second coming, many people will lose what they have. 当你主耶稣来之前，如果丢弃了原来所有的，就不能进天国。And if before Jesus's coming you lost what you have, then you cannot go with him. 不管你之前信仰多好，信了几十年。No matter how many years you have believed or how strong your faith was before. 只要你没有办法持守到最后一刻。If you cannot hold on until the last second. 你就前功尽弃。Then、um, the saying is that all your efforts were in vain. So we have to hold on fast. And last night we talked about a very important concept. That we have to remain steadfast. So the idea of holding on, does this topic come up in the Old Testament? We have Let's go to Deuteronomy in the Old Testament, chapter ten. 聪明生命记十章的二十节。Deuteronomy chapter ten, verse twenty. Deuteronomy chapter ten, verse twenty. Fear the Lord your God and serve Him. Hold fast to Him and take your oaths in His name. 原来呀，要持守这个字，原文就是要抓住的意思，在旧约生命记在这边第一次的出现。And、um, the term to hold fast is like to hold on to something, as it appears here in the Old Testament. Is it says that to revere God, to serve Him. We all fear the Lord, and we know of His existence. We also serve Him a big or small holy work we do. But here, we talk about one thing. Here, there's another point that we should do. This is to hold God. Which is to hold fast to the Lord. 中文把它翻成专靠，不是很到位，应该把它翻成抓紧神，抓住神。In Chinese, the translation is more leaning toward reliance, but in reality, the original text means holding on to Him. 啊，什么叫抓住神 ？What does it mean to hold on to Him? 就好像你的手用力抓住一件事情，抓住一样你心爱的东西。If you imagine your hand physically holding on to something that you love. 啊，小孩子拿到新玩具。Like a child holding on to a new toy. 啊，他不会放手了，整天都拿住。And、they will not let go. They will be holding it all day long. Ah, 一个人肚子很饿了，抓住那个鸡腿，抓住那个食面包，不会放手的。Or someone who is very hungry, they'll be holding onto that bread or that drumstick. 今天年轻人很喜欢打电动玩具，把那个 drumstick 啊，不是鸡腿啊，把那个控制器抓在手上面也不会放手。
and um, uh, and uh, the youth of today, they will be holding onto the controller of uh, that uh, Game Boy. 有一些人, and uh, there are some people who are very dedicated to their job and they hold on to money. And many people have things to hold on to. They hold on to what they have set their eyes on. However, there are times when our entire life we have been holding on to the wrong thing. If you hold on to the things of this world, when you have held on to it, in the end, though, you still do not have it. Um, King Solomon, he told us his own experience. His entire life, he's held on to power, to wealth, to prosperity, to his reputation. In the end, what did he hold on to? He held on to the wind. Can you hold on to the wind? You hold on to what you think and you open your hand and it's gone. So if you hold on to the world, in the end, you will have nothing. In the end, all you have is disappointment. Our faith is not supposed to be like this. We have to hold on to God. Unfortunately, toward the end time, before Jesus is coming, many believers have forgotten this. Uh, the um, the prophets have prophesied this. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 7. Isaiah 64, verse 7 says, No one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and made us waste away because of our sins. The uh, the prophets they they described a current situation. The situation at that time is that countries were uh, were crumbling. Um, and the fury of the Lord were about to ring on down. Because the people sinned. The Babylonian nation were about to destroy the Israelites. And this was the time for people to repent and to hold on to God. 想一想, and to uh, put their attention on how to survive during this time of tribulation. Don't pursue holding onto Egypt or sin or the world. 但是啊, 没人理啊, Yet this message at that time, no one paid attention to. 到最后的神就不, and in the end, the Lord hid his face away from them and refused to listen to their prayers. 还有呢, and in, in addition, uh, their sins made them waste away. So today, the question toward ourselves is not whether I believe in God. Especially uh, members of the true church, because you do believe. And it's not to ask yourself whether I have served. You have fear God, you serve him, but that's still not quite enough. You have to hold on tight to God. Imagine you were in the water, you don't know how to swim, and someone throws you a life raft, you're going to hold on to it. Because at the end of the day, the person who can save you is God. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, uh, the end of the world has yet come, yet people are already growing patient hearing this kind of uh, preaching. However, last night we reiterated why we have to hold on to God. Because we hold on to God, and in the end day when the great tribulation comes, you will be protected and guided by the by the Lord. And let's add on to our topic. Let's go to Revelation chapter 18. Revelation chapter 18, verses 4 to 5. Chapter 18, verse 4. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. Verse 5, for her sins are piled up to heaven, and God remembers her crimes. This is the scenery of when Jesus is about to come to the end world. And in verse 3, it describes that for all the nations have drunk. And um, they are greatly wealthy. Yet at the same time, the sins of this world were phenomenal. In reality, there is a correlation between the sins of this world and its wealth. Uh, when the economy isn't great, uh, there's actually less sinful activities. Uh, for example, at the start of the uh, at the start of the pandemic, when uh, the economy was not great, many activities um, in games and in underworlds uh, were not going on. Now that the economy is picking up uh, back again, we see those sinful activities restarting as well. There is a voice here telling the um, holy believers. Quickly come out from her city. And that is to mean uh, do not be influenced by her and do not be uh, learning from her. Come out from that sinful place, and God will be protecting you when Babylon. And before when I read this chapter, um, I encourage you to all to read this chapter as well. When I read this chapter before, I was a little bit uh, confused at how can such a world fall. However, this pandemic has taught me that such a world can easily fall like that. And in the past year, the world we know now was only caused by one pandemic. And in some places, economy is still on pause. Now, in the end days, when many pandemics are happening at the same time, then the whole world will stop. Let's go to verse 8. Chapter 
chapter 18, verse 8, therefore in one day her plagues will overtake her, death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When all these plagues come at the same time, what will happen to this world? Many people will die. There will be great mourning.小王看新闻，在印度，哇，这个新冠疫情，哇，到处都烧尸体，人太多，死都掉到河里面，大家都在悲哀，都来不及啊。I've been watching the news, and the situation in India has been dire. So many people have died. They have run out of funeral pyres, and bodies have ended up in the river. 这个还不是打仗的死的，很多人的那种。And this isn't the number of deaths that you would be looking at if a war breaks. 还有了，这里还有加上饥荒。here we it also mentions famine. It's very scary. So what will happen? Let's go to verse 10, chapter 18, verse 10. Revelation chapter 18, verse 10. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe, O great city, O Babylon, city of power, in one hour your doom has come. Describes the citizens of Babylon would cry. This did not happen over time, but in one hour her doom has come. 神的刑法不是慢慢来，让你慢慢有准备，是一时之间，最后的审判，最后的啊，患难是一时之间的。The wrath of God did not come slowly, but in one moment, um, it rained down on. 早上这个新冠疫情一出现，大家没有把它当一回事，结果一时之间，全世界就有了。Just like how um for uh COVID nineteen, when it first came out, no one really took it seriously. Yet, seeming like in one moment, it took over. 你看第十一节。in verse 11, 18章11节, chapter 18, verse 11, 哭泣悲嚎, 悲哀, verse 11, the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. 你看, uh, this, the um, city of Babylon, it was extremely prosperous. They could get anything in the market. Yet no one is there buying cargo anymore. And just like in this world, a lot of precious things no one buys anymore. In the start of the pandemic, people had great fear. Uh, no one uh, bought jewelry anymore. Same with beautiful clothes. And same with real estate. What did people to uh, go buy instead? They were fighting over face masks. And after that, they were fighting over toilet paper. And then fighting over rice. All the luxurious goods were put to the side.当然，现在大家要忘记了，要好了一点之后，大家要回到以前，哦，要开始买那些东西。Of course, now that the situation is getting better, people have forgotten their fear and they have returned to purchasing.但是到最后，这个对大巴比伦的审判，就是什么东西都没人买。Yet we see that um the judgment that came toward Babylon it resulted in no one buying cargo.因为这个这个大城因为荒凉啊。because such a great city, now it is deserted. Let's go to chapter 18, verse 22. Chapter 18, verse 22. 
the music of harpists and musicians, flute players and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. 你看这次疫情刚开始的时候, we see how um, when at the height of the pandemic, all uh, music and concerts and performances were paused. The entire world was in turmoil. Who has the mood to listen to And of course, we have the internet, so some people would stay home and listen to music. However, at that time, people will be too busy running for their lives and surviving. No one will have mood for music. And what this is telling us is that what is to come in the end days will be a lot more severe than what we have experienced in the last year. The pandemic has meaning to believers. Which is to, that we have to prepare. Um, as it says in verse 4, you have to come out of this city. Even though you dwell in this city, however, your heart must not. For example, Lot uh, dwelled in Sodom. After a while of living in there, his heart started dwelling in Sodom as well. Uh, God wanted to destroy Sodom. And he sent angels to save Lot. But unfortunately, Lot, he didn't want to come out. Too much wealth, too much that he had. Too many friends, too much business. He did not want to leave Sodom. If it was not that the angel dragged him out of the city, he would not come on his own. Many times this is the situation with believers today. Let's go to the heavenly kingdom and they will say, I don't really want to. And Jesus is coming to get you, well, I don't want to go. I don't want to think about this problem. I have not had my share of fun in this world yet. And their heart have already dwelled in Babylon. And their perspective is like the Babylonians. So even though Jesus tries to drag them out of the city, he cannot. Therefore, we have to hold on tight to, to the Lord. What this pandemic is telling us is that we have to hold on to what we have. And to grip it tightly. What do we have to hold on to then? Let's talk about a few points. First, we have to hold on to our integrity and our purity. This is the integrity of our faith. Let's go to Job in the Old Testament. Job chapter 2, verse 3. 耶和华问撒旦说你曾用心查看我的仆人约伯没有地上再没有人将他完全正直敬畏神远离恶事你遂激动我攻击他无故地毁灭他他仍然持守他的纯正 chapter 2 verse 3 Then the Lord said to Satan Have you considered my servant Job There's no one on earth like him He is blameless and he is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. 
first we have to maintain our integrity. 完美的意思, the meaning of integrity is completeness and perfection. We know uh, the story of Job. He is someone who reveres God. Um, and it describes that in chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, because Job was a man who feared God, that's why he shunned evil and he set himself apart. Because of this, God greatly blessed him. Therefore, he feared God even more. This is a, 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 a cycle. He was a righteous person, he feared God, he received blessings and repeat. He was a complete man because he had his faith. If in a man's life he did not have his beliefs, he can be the richest person in the world. But he would not be a complete man. He would have a great inadequacy. If you take a look at the top 10 list of the richest people in the world, you would often see that they may have broken families or turmoil. For example, Bill Gates, he was once the richest man in the world. And the whole world were envious of him. And recently, um, uh, the news has revealed that he's filed for divorce. And a lot of scandals. So a man, um, you can't just have your wealth. If you have a lot of money, yet you do not have integrity and you don't have God in your heart. Then you're incomplete, and we see Job, he was a complete man. Um, and Satan here came to confront Job. And, and he said, um, Job is only this way because God blessed him. If you remove your protection from him, then Job will surely depart from God, And in other words, Satan is um, uh, suggesting that Job is only blameless because he has been blessed. That Job is similar to uh, the salespeople who are very nice to you because you are benefiting them with business. Without profits, how can he still be loyal to you? So Satan is um, suggesting this is that Job is not complete. Without your benefits, your protection, your blessings, he will leave you. This is a great challenge. Many Christians they do believe God because of the benefits. I believe in God because He protects me. I hope for life, I hope for peace in my life. And if I receive peace, then I will believe in God even more. I will give tithe, I will serve Him, I will believe Him because I want to receive even more peace and protection. And in reality, most of us do think this way. 
And if this is your mindset at the beginning of your faith, there's nothing wrong with that. You seek God because you hope for prosperity and peace. Now here, God, he knew that Job did, uh, Job did not only seek him because of the blessings he received. Therefore, uh, God allowed Satan to attack him. In one day, Satan took away all of Job's children, all of his wealth. And uh, he, had, uh, he also became sick. However, Job did not depart from God. Let's go to uh, chapter 2, verse 3. The Lord said to Satan, He still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. This is not easy. When your life is smooth sailing, you hold on to God, that's because God blesses me so much, so of course I have to go serve Him and worship Him and revere Him. Now you have encountered difficulty. You don't even know why it's happening to you. God isn't offering you any explanation. Now it is the test of whether you can hold on to your faith. This is very difficult. We all have, we all will struggle, we all will be confused. Why is it that I'm believing God to the point of my desolation? Therefore, uh, we see Job, his wife, was in great pain. Let's go to chapter 2, verse 9. His wife said to him, Are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. When Job's wife said this, she was in so much pain. It's not that she didn't believe in God, but she had great struggle. She had so many questions. Why is it that we fear God so much, yet we, this has happened to us? And this can happen to us as well. If our faith is built on the foundation that God blesses me and I will worship Him and repeat, and that if I believe in God, then I will be far, far away from all tribulation. If this becomes the root of your faith, one day you will be like Job's wife. You will be tempted to leave God. And of course, we all have weaknesses. We might be like Job's wife in our moments. We should not criticize people like this because we all have weakness just like that. However, Job was different. He held on to his integrity. Even if he was from God, he didn't leave. 
Um, he did not understand where this tribulation was coming from, God or Satan, yet he refused to depart. This is the completeness of holding on to his integrity. Brothers and sisters, is your faith complete? If your faith is solely built on how you received healing from your sickness, that you received peace, then your faith still does not have complete integrity. Because one day, sooner or later, trials will come. Because God wants us to grow. It may not be that you did something wrong and you encounter difficulties. Sometimes Satan will attack us. And other times God will foster your growth by allowing Satan to attack you. However, his eyes are still on you. He's watching to see whether you will remain steadfast and hold on to We have reiterated that the meaning of holding on is to gripping on tight, even though the winds and the rain is blowing at you. And truly, uh, holding on is not an act of your hand, but where your eyes are on. How can we get to a point where we are holding on no matter what? We have to lift our eyes up to the Lord Jesus. To hold on tight to Him. Let's take a look at what Job was thinking at that time. He really wanted to know why did this happen? How come I encounter these? He even wanted to debate with God. He wanted God to come out and reason with him. Yet God did not answer him. And God was silent for a really long time. And God even allowed his three friends to come and reason with him. And the more conversation they had, the worse Job felt. The biggest trial here are his three friends. Uh, because they actually criticized him. But even though Job did not understand any reason, there's something that he did right. Which is that he held fast to his faith. I do not understand, but I will not leave God. I have my doubts and I'm confused, but I will not leave God. This is what it means to hold on. Let's go to Job chapter 19, verse 25. Job chapter 19, verse 25. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand, stand upon the earth. Verse 26. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. Here are the words that the Holy Spirit moved Job to say. With this kind of spiritual strength that he was able to lock his eyes upon God. 
one day you may encounter tribulation that you do not understand why. You want to know the reason, yet God remains silent. We may want to know why is this happening to me. Or how long will I be suffering? We want to know all of these things. And Job did too. But he couldn't know. At least at that time he couldn't know. But there was one thing that he did know. He said, I know my Redeemer lives. He is not dead. He will save me. Not now. But in the future. Um, in my end days, he will stand upon the earth. This is directly prophesying uh, the second coming of Jesus. But when he was speaking these words, he did not even know what he was saying. Verse 26, and after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. We see that his eyes were locked upon God. And uh, uh, we know that photography in the past there was no automatic focus. You have to manually focus your lens. You, uh, whatever picture you're taking, you have to lock onto your focal point. And other things can be blurry, that's okay. Despite all blurriness in the background, but your focal point will actually become clear. And this is a special strategy used in photography, and it turns out beautiful. We know this is the same for our faith. Even though Job did not understand a single thing, but there was one thing he was clear on. My Redeemer lives. In the future, in the end, he will stand upon the earth. When he said this, we have to realize that he did not anticipate that he will get better. We see that in verse 26. He said, after my skin has been destroyed, so he was uh, getting prepared to disintegrate and die. His uh, skin disease was so bad that he feels like he was rotting alive. Yet outside of the suffering of his skin and flesh, he was able to see God. He had no reservation but to put his entire eyesight upon God. Even though I may die, I will not depart from my God. Even though I may never get better, but I will be here. Even if I will never get my prosperity, my wealth back, but I will be here. This is what it means for Job to stand fast. Because even at the beginning of his faith, he has always built, he has always built his belief on faith. This is what we are pursuing today. For uh, is our faith pure and complete? Job had uh, held on to his integrity. 
Let's go to Job chapter twenty-three, verse ten. Ah, Job chapter twenty-three, verse ten. Job chapter twenty-three, verse ten. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. This is a very famous verse. 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 Yet, as long as God knows, that's fine. I don't need to know. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I don't even know how long I'm going to live. I 艰苦的一段，最黑暗的一段日子。That allowed Job to endure the darkest tribulation and trial in his life. 所以约伯被称为旧约三大异人。That's why Job is named the three most righteous men in the Old Testament. 我们看以西结书十四章十四节。Let's go to the book of Ezekiel. 以西结十四章十四节。Ezekiel chapter fourteen verse fourteen. 啊，十四章第十四节。Ezekiel chapter fourteen verse fourteen. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they could save only themselves by their righteousness, declares the sovereign Lord. Ah, here is the Bible recording. Ah, Old Testament three men, very important. Here, um, an important point: the Old Testament ah、uh, defines its three most righteous men. Ah, just when the judgment comes, ah, these three men can, because they save themselves, others can't save. Even in great calamities, these three will be able to save themselves only by their righteousness. Actually, because they have persevered, so it will save them. The meaning, which means that they have held on to their integrity of faith, that's why they can be saved. These three people have a common point. They have this one similarity. They are not perfect people. Neither of them are complete people. They have their own weaknesses. They have their shortcomings. But they have a common point. However, they share this one thing. That is, they have persevered to the end. Which is that they have held on to their faith. Big Noah. First Noah. Noah, 为了建方舟，坚持到底。Noah, in order to build the ark, he persisted until the last. 别人怎么笑他啊，讲他，他不，他不管。No matter how people talked behind his back, mocked him, ah,、uh, he did not care. 哦，到时候很大的压力。Such great pressure. 啊，一辈子都是要大的工作，都是要盖这个方舟。The great work of his entire life was to build this ark. 啊，但是他不放弃。But he never gave up. 好，这个就是一个坚持。That is an example of steadfastness. 啊，约伯呢 ？How about Job? 就算死，他都不放弃。To his death, he did not give up. 这个也是一个坚持。That is also an endurance. 但以理也是一样。Same with Daniel. 但以理，就算他被丢到狮子坑了，他还是持守他的纯正。Even to the point that he was thrown in the lion's den, he held on to his faith. 啊，这三个人都经历过信仰的考验。All three men endured the great test of their faith. These three tests are for a period of time when God was very silent. We see that all three tests that they endured, God had a period of silence. Look at this Noah, he built the ark for about 100 years. For example, Noah, the time he built the ark, it was about 100 years. From God telling him to build the ark to building the ark, God didn't say anything. From the point that God gave him instruction to build this ark to the point where the ark was basically finished, God did not say anything to him during that time. So, 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 so,
um, Job also faced God's silence. He said many, many things to God, yet God seemed not to pay attention. And uh, Daniel also faced silence from God. And uh, the king at that time had a decree that 30 days you cannot pray. Whoever that prayed uh, will be thrown into so he went home to pray. And as soon as he did, he was thrown in the lion's den. And it was as if God did not hear his prayer. Yet he held on to his faith. These three righteous men, they held on to what they had. Uh, we have to pay attention because if they did not have their faith going into the trials, then during the trials they had nothing to take out either. It's not that their faith only emerged when they encountered trials. It's that they originally had this faith. They have already prepared this trust. When uh, they encounter difficulties, the strength of their faith has been revealed. In other words, um, if you did not have this faith in the first place, when you encounter difficulties, you may easily abandon ship and run away. Uh, you cannot endure. Last night we mentioned that uh, historically sailors would often have tattoos on their hands that says hold fast. To clarify, I'm not encouraging tattoos, um, but kind of historically this is what they did. If you prepare to be a sailor, then you have to anticipate the storms. Sometimes the waves are so tall that it's about to knock your ship over. Can you leave your post? Can you hide in the cabins underneath? No matter how strong the winds, the storm are, you have to persist in your post. Because you're a sailor. Um, um, only if the ship has sank, um, other than that, you cannot let go. For us, we have to hold on even more. Our hope is on the Lord Jesus, so this ship will not sink. Let's go to Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Chapter 12, verse 11. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Wow. If our brothers and sisters can be like this, then no matter how much fear and uh, and uh, uh, threatening Satan brings, we will not sink. Because um, the most uh, demeaning strategy of the Satan uh, is when he threatens our hearts. There are two strategies that Satan often uses. First is tempting us into sinning. 
during peaceful times, he will tempt us into sin. The second uh, strategy is that during the time when we are oppressed, he will threaten our life. It's like a carrot and stick. And both of them are quite effective. Today, even though persecution is not yet here, yet uh, devil is using the carrot to tempt us. Um, this a year and a half of the pandemic. Uh, many people, we can't come to church. How many people are able to hold on to their faith? Uh, we can't come to service, we don't have a fellowship, we cannot interact with The answer to who has held on will be revealed when church has reopened. Will people get into the routine of not coming and they no longer come? Or they have been lost? I guess the question is not whether, but how many. This is a result that we will be waiting for. In the end time, there will be persecution. Our life may not be preserved. However, if brothers and sisters overcome these, why would that be? It would be because of two things. First, the blood of the Lamb. Because the blood of the Lamb, our Jesus, is on us. Second is that we have um, been victorious over these. Um, by the word of our own testimony. This is not a testimony that you have gathered from. 你, from not the testimony from other people because that is not yours. The experiencing of your faith and you say it out loud, that becomes your testimony. It belongs to you. Uh, today, there's a lot of sermons online. And uh, some people has compared to listening to sermons online like uh, Netflix. Wow, You have so many options, Taiwan, North America, the UK. You can have a playlist that plays throughout your sleeping, your showering all day long. And it's not that listening to a lot of sermon is not good. But the important thing is that um, you did not testify yourself. Um, if you listen to a lot passively, then it doesn't do much for you. When you have listened to sermon, you have to absorb it, and uh, it has to become a part of your life. And you have to have these changes in your life. When other people see you, they will be awed that you are a living testimony. And when you see people, you have the courage to testify. Then your own testimony will have the power to save you. And the third point is that you have no fear of death. I die, I die. If I need to die, then I might as well hold on to my faith. Um, this will be a Christian who will be victorious. 
today can we hold on to our faith? 信仰上的观念有完整吗? Is um, the, our, our understanding of um, our faith complete? Can we prioritize God before our own life? Uh, when we uh, were talking about Deuteronomy, we have to fear the Lord, to serve Him, and to hold on to Him. To hold on to Him, meaning that we see God as important, more important than anything we have. Then we can hold on to God. Let's sing Him number 162.